Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Detective Podcast brought to you by the Baltic Effect. My name is Sadie. That guy's name is Shane. Yes, it is. This evening we are talking about Season 2, Episode 2, which was called Night Finds You. Which, sure, whatever. Whatever, hmm. True Detective and your titles and shit. Not making any sense, but... It means uh, something. It means something. I'm sure. I'm totally sure that it means something. Hey, by the way, Sadie. Uh-huh. So you know, all the girls are nice to you. Have you not realized that yet? What? I'm quoting from this show. Continue. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> All the girls are nice to me. I know, because I'm really, really, really hot like Taylor Kitsch. <laughs> and um, that's one sweaty mom he has. Yeah, well, that's one creepy mom that he has. And we can we can do that now or we can do that later, but I have things to say about that. Oh, let's just go ahead and talk about what I wrote down as Paul's skanky mom. You can okay. go ahead and talk about Paul's skanky mom as much as you want. Okay. I think something has gone on there in the past uh, because the attitude that she has where she's all like, oh, you know, you can have your old room. She keeps insisting that like twice and talking about your prom date guy. That She's jealous of the girls that are with him. I think something mm-hmm. might have happened there in the past. It reminded me of a thing. Forgive me for being that guy, but it reminded me of a thing that I read on Reddit where somebody was talking about, you know, he had a accident he broke his legs he couldn't do anything his mom eventually started helping him do things and uh it's creepy as fuck but that's what i think was going on between them at some point ew ew helping him do things well when she said when on the show when she says uh we don't call me ma it's too late for that and then she starts saying all that creepy shit i think something went down between them and that's part of his problem yep she said it's too late to start all that now. Yeah. And I wrote that down. I wrote, what? Yeah. yeah. But then I I noted that he didn't want to stay with her either, but then he did. No, like, I mean, would you stay. want to stay with her? God. No. And also, I'm sorry, couple, carpal tunnel. She uh, has carpal tunnel. Because she uses her wrist too much? Uh, oh, gross. Well, I was noticing that it didn't stop her from bending her elbow. To, uh, to drink? Get the, yeah. 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 <laughs> I didn't think it was... Um... So, yeah, is, uh, is Paul gay? Well, okay. Part of the problem is I think that his mom molested him, but part of the problem is that I think he's gay as well. I mean, he's watching the gay pride people at one point. I think he's got real issues there. I think he does, too. And the and way he told he, that story... Yeah, he, he says, I practically clocked that bank teller for hitting on me, mm-hmm. you know. 
And the other detective, the guy that's like the sloppy, you know, guy that we're not supposed to care about at all, is saying, well, what does it matter that he hit on you? You know, he's actually being reasonable. Well, what he said actually was, why would you tell me that? Okay, like, yeah. Which, okay. which I thought was even like even more reasonable because he's, he's Belcoro's um, partner, right? That yeah. guy? Yeah. Yeah, and so it's like he just starts telling him oh, this stuff. Not anymore. Yeah, just like, like oh, this this gay guy hit on me. Oh, yeah, exactly. Not anymore. But yeah, this gay guy hit hit on me. Almost clocked him. Like, um, why are you telling me that? Like, that's like super inappropriate for a person that I don't know. And and then when, later on, what do you call it? This guy has a dynamite anecdote to tell you. That was awesome. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> okay, well, yeah. Going I didn't back to the, be- the first time. <laughs> going back to the beginning. Uh, first thing I've written down is Frank's story about when he was six years old. Uh huh. That is fucked up. It's extremely fucked up. And yeah, it seems like he's almost in the same position now. He's just like just trapped and nothing can do and and people just people chewing on him. And, and he's just it. he's just going to beat them until they're goo in his hands. Yeah, I hope so. I loved I loved that scene when the guys like pulled over the guy and maced him and he was like, "Oh my gosh, Oh my gosh, what happened? Like, what is it? What, what would make someone do that? And they're like, what, what are you talking about? I'm just, I saw the whole thing. Like, what, why would someone do that to you? Okay, I just thought well, that was so awesome. That, and such, like, that it was guy. really, really good. But wait, it was a really good gangster move. Yeah. It was a really good gangster move to, like, do that, like, playing. Like, I had nothing to do with this, but oh my gosh, wow. Like, why do you, did you do something? Did you ride okay. on someone? But that awesome. guy, okay, I didn't quite get why Frank was sending his guys after that guy in particular. He says something about that guy running a sweatshop, but what does that have to do with the corruption investigation or with Casper dying or whatever? Is he just an know. informant or what? I don't know. Do you know? No, I just didn't think that was made clear. Nope, I had no idea. I had I wrote down a couple of times, I am so confused right now. But... <laughs> But I liked it, and I assume it will make itself clear eventually. And even after going through and taking the notes, I thought I was understanding what was going on. And then that happened, and I didn't know who that guy was. That's, I think that's the only part of the episode that I didn't quite get, because I don't know if it's going to be explained later, but I don't know who that guy was. I don't know what his connection to the case was. I know that Frank mm-hmm. is trying to – he's doing his own methods to figure out what happened to his money, but I didn't mm-hmm. get a clear impression of how that guy was related to Casper. Yep. I didn't either. Okay. Listeners, if you guys know, please inform us. Yes, please um, do. We're at, lost. At first, too, the first time I watched it, I didn't understand that they were sicking Paul on Ray and then also sicking Annie on Ray to try and find stuff out. And, like, they're, like, telling Ray, hey, you go solve this. Hey, Paul, you go solve this, but also tell us what Ray's doing. Annie, you go solve this, but also tell us what Ray's doing. Well, and there's... they're telling Ray, really don't solve this. Well, yeah, but there's there's two different groups. There's the state police who are telling Annie and Paul, we want you to solve this, and we also want you to get to the bottom of the corruption, and we also want you to tell us what's going on with Ray. Whereas Ray yeah. is reporting to the mayor, and the mayor's office is just telling him, look, we have money on the line here, and we want you to figure it out, but you don't have to necessarily solve anything. So and, and and also I'm gonna drink out of this strange can. Oh, I had that written down. Time. It looked like he was drinking out of a tumbler, and I had that written down because that's got to make your liquor taste like shit. And I look, I don't say that you should be day drinking or that you should be drunk on your job <laughs> as mayor of this town, but if you're gonna be drunk on the job, just drink like out of a glass like a normal damn person. 
well, here's what I think. I th- it looks to me like he's drinking Moscow Mules. Okay, which you, which actually is interesting because I just went out uh, the other Saturday night with some friends in Birmingham. I didn't have one, but they had Moscow Mules, and they were served in metal containers, so maybe that's a thing. Yep. I don't know. Well, yeah, so the deal is I have them, and they're amazing. They're copper, and they keep your, your drink really cold. You fill them with ice, and you put the stuff in them, and the ice will stay in there for almost ever, and your drink will stay uber cold. Okay, and that's, that's the thing. That's those. good, and unless that's it's making your it drink like taste like shit. That, no, but yeah, no, this what it looks like he's drinking out of because it's frosty, like up to a certain point, and that's mm-hmm. what Moscow Mule mugs look like. They're really frosty up to the point where the liquid's in them. But you said but, uh, that- you said that yeah. that was copper, and my friends that were yeah. going out the other night, they were drinking out of copper mugs. This guy looks like he's drinking yeah. out of a tumbler, just like a regular shaker that you would use to make a martini or something. Well, yeah, but, I mean, I'm drinking out of one of those right now. I You're mean, I'm pouring, my dr- tumbler? I'm, pouring my drink, I'm pouring my drink out of the shaker into a glass. But Maybe I I'm, need to be more open-minded about containers that I'm willing to drink out of, but I just <laughs> think that that looks like it would make your drink taste like shit. Yeah, I don't know. It looks like a weird metal can thing, but it looks frosty. So I don't think it adds flavor. I'm just saying it makes it really cold. Yeah. But I don't know why he needs to be drinking out of that. And what no. is he drinking? And also, he's kind of super interesting, and I like him because he's really slurry at, like, noon. Uh, oh, he's obviously <laughs> a good – the actor's obviously good at acting drunk. Yeah. <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. Which, okay. By the so, way, I'll, you know, what? just out of nowhere, are you partaking tonight? Yeah. Okay. I've got. I want to put a plug in. I've got Good People IPA out of Birmingham, Alabama, and it is the shit. It's awesome. Very nice. I am drinking Cosmopolitan. Ooh, fancy. I yes, didn't realize. I, I didn't realize I this was the Sex in the City podcast. I mean, I, literally, it's right around then that I got into them, and I know how to make <laughs> them, and I make them really well. <laughs> okay. Drink. All right. I yep. believe you. Yep. Yep. It's delicious, and they cannot be clear. If they're clear, you have fucked it up. Can't say, not put enough lime. Can't yeah, say I have ever had a Cosmo. Yeah, it has to be sort of a um, opaque pink. Mm-hmm. Then, then it's perfect. So, okay. Anyway, so, um, so it was interesting that at the beginning they were like that guy was shot with a shotgun at point blank range. Okay, says, I huh. have, I have so, a another list because I make lists, good. and these are my clues for this week. Do you want to go through these? Yes, please. Okay. And I'll just go through them. You stop me if you want to talk about something, okay? Okay. All right. We should have a safe word. <laughs> it's a podcast. Okay. <laughs> just say stop. That'll be the safe word, okay? Oh, okay, okay. All right. Uh, he had alcohol and Xanax in his system and gonorrhea, for what it's worth. Uh-huh. Uh, he had a – the burn pattern indicates that he was lying on his back. There was precision, which means that it was probably an eyedropper that they used with the hydraulic acid. Awesome. Uh, he was bound upside down uh, with a vinyl fabric. The pelvic wounds, a.k.a. his dick blown all the way off, <laughs> was from a 12-gauge at point-blank range, and that was done after the eyes were burned out. Uh, the official cause well, of death... Good. At least you can't see that your junk is missing. Oh, goddamn. Uh, the official cause of death was trauma-induced heart attack. Uh, he was... Put in an upright position after death for a few hours, which I thought was interesting. Mm-hmm. And I'm picturing some sort of cult ritual because that's where my mind goes when I watch True Detective. Uh, let's see. About a month ago, uh, the mayor saw him at a party with a woman named Tasha. They left about 11 or 12 o'clock, and that's the last time the mayor saw him. Uh, 
He made a $4,000 withdrawal once a month, uh, which coincided with blank days on his calendar. The Catalyst Company, which is the company doing all this work with the train stuff. Uh, okay, so Okay. Safe word. Um, <laughs> that, um, that I, I love that they're called Catalyst. Like, could you be more obvious? <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. This, this seems to actually be the, um, I don't know, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, the thing that sort of makes stuff go and happen. Oh, Catalyst. That is what, it, that is what a Catalyst literally is. Yeah, I think it's it's yeah. Catalyst is actually might be the catalyst for the thing that's happening on the show. Okay, I, I think that's kind that of might, geniusly that obvious. Might work. Uh, <laughs> they might just well call the the company like the thing that happened. Co. Well, uh, they had they had leased him a car, and no one knows why. Uh, they, he was up in North California uh, a lot on the weekends in Monterey County and all, which is where I'm picturing the. You know, the cult behavior would happen up in the north on the weekends. They would have like giant sacrifices and stuff. I'm making this all up, but this is what I'm <laughs> this is what I'm picturing. You know, when you hear about how all of the ex presidents and presidential candidates and all go to this weird retreat and worship an owl, that's what I'm picturing. Yeah. Um, we know that he frequented escorts, and my final note is that uh, the escort that Frank talks to at the bar uh, told him that she went home with him to another house, not the one we've seen, and that he was weak and just wanted to watch. All right. So, for all of his sexual proclivities, apparently he just liked watching. Yeah. Yep. And so that's my Casper years, that's my Casper Clue Corner for this week. Very nice. Thank you for the Casper Clue Corner. Yeah. I'm going to make that a regular thing if they keep giving us new clues. <laughs> So I read an awesome thing um, about some people who used to have a drinking game for, I think it was CSI Miami. Oh, and it was shit. like every, every time there's a, a flyover of, mm-hmm. of Miami or the swamps, okay, mm-hmm. every time someone takes off or on their sunglasses and shit. And, like, this one I think also has, like, a, a good drinking game thing going on. Like, every time, every time they show some kind of refinery, every time they show a train, Every time someone says something just weirdly creepy. Well, I know that I know that these first two episodes were directed by Justin Lin, and uh, mm-hmm. after after this, there's new directors. Uh, so what I want to see is if it continues to do the overhead freeway shots because mm-hmm. those are very mood setting. But yeah. also, I get it at this point. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, we we know it's in L.A. We know it's in L.A., and we know that there's shit going down with the Transportation Authority or whoever. It's okay, Justin Lin. We get it. Yes. And I just watched a movie the other day um, called Cake with um, Jennifer Aniston, and it was actually and really it, interesting. Wait, is that the one with uh, Daniel Craig in it? No. no that, that's Layer Cake. Sorry. I don't know what Cake no. is. No. No, that's the oh, one. I love that one, though. I do know that what one. Cake is because I haven't seen it, but people were talking about it. I, all right. I watch all the Best Picture nominees every year, uh-huh. but I don't watch all of the nominees, just the Best Picture ones. Anyway, but people were talking when the Oscars were nominated last year. They thought Cake might have gotten Jennifer Aniston an Oscar, but she didn't get nominated, so it didn't matter. And that's actually sort of bullshit. And I think you're talking about Derailed. Uh, what do you mean? The, the one with Daniel Craig, I think, is Derailed. No, no, no. He was in a movie called Layer Cake. Oh, okay. With Jennifer Aniston? No, but you just said cake, and I immediately thought of layer cake. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Moving on. Okay. I swear to God. Okay. So anyway, it was really good, though, and it was about 
Yeah, this woman who's in chronic pain, and then one woman committed suicide, and she jumped off of with the junction from the I-5 and the I-10, mm-hmm. and I feel like one of those big twirly shots is that spot, because it's a very, oh, okay. very high up, where you can get very high up and jump down, like, past, like, three layers of swirly freeway. So yeah. every time they showed, like, oh, that looks like that. It was really good, though. It was very sad. I had to take several breaks. Can I ask like, an oh. off-topic question? Yes, I just brought up an off-topic movie. So, all right, yeah. so I know that in California they refer to all the highways as like the 1 and the 405 or whatever. Do you do uh-huh. that in in, uh, in Oregon as well? Yeah, we have – yeah, we have we – have, I do um, not understand I, that. Here, yeah, we, we have I-5, we have 405, we have what's called the Sunset Highway, which is also 26. But do and, you call yeah. it the 5 and the 45 or whatever? We say we take – okay, you take I-5. You take uh-huh. the 405, okay. the Sunset Highway 26. No. Okay, see, yeah, here, so here if it's the interstate. randomly which ones we call the and which ones we call just the thing. Okay, here, if it's the interstate, it's I-20 or I-59, but otherwise uh-huh. it's just 431 or 21. I mean, we don't do this whole the thing. I don't know where that comes from. That's ridiculous. Yeah, we have one that's TV Highway that's like 43 but we call it TV Highway because it's the Tualatin Valley Highway. Highway, yeah, Coast very, listeners, I'm judging you. It is very, it is very random what we do. It's, yeah. No, <laughs> but I'm just being but, judgy. Yeah, we do. Yeah, no, thanks for being judgy. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so let's see. Um, Casper's house. Um, yeah. I like the cool, the cool saxophone there. Very, very film noir. And then um, I like that she said this guy thought a lot about fucking. Well, yeah, I mean, I, all right, no offense to Annie, but you don't have to be a detective to figure that out. Um, That's true. <laughs> hey, speaking of Annie, we learned a little bit more about her this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like that why she covers, why she carries so many knives on her is just a matter oh. of uh, she's a woman. And she brings yeah. out, she's like, you know, it's just a thing where uh, if you, it, the difference between the sexes is one can kill the other with their bare hands. And she doesn't intend to go out that way. Yep, and I think that that's that's awesome. Like, yes, it you can understand that women are actually smaller than men. Yeah, we're mm-hmm. awesome and cool, but you can carry a bunch of knives so you can cut some guy's dick off immediately. I <laughs> have cool. to I have to agree with I have to agree with Ray um, in as much <laughs> in as much as I want you to know I am a feminist. I support feminism mostly because I have body image issues. No, um, it's, what does uh, that line mean? I didn't get that line actually. I think it's kind of a joke, and it's kind of serious. I think he's saying, I want you to trust me, and he's also lightening the mood a little bit, you know, saying, you know, yeah, I'm a feminist, and then saying the thing about body issues. I don't think he actually cares about his body. I think he's saying, this is a joke. This is something lighthearted where I can take this thing that we've been talking yeah. about, this serious thing, and just, you know, make it a little bit more, uh, less serious. Yes. So I liked um, I liked that I listened to our podcast today, or the recording of it anyway. Are you saying you like your own podcast? Because that's a little no. Lame. I'm saying I'm saying that I liked that last week we talked about each character individually because they presented each character individually last week, mm-hmm. and this week I tried to break them down into each character, but I'm like, oh shit, everyone's interacting now. I don't know what to do. Oh, so that yeah, it just kind of very switched up immediately, and I liked that. It kind of threw me. That actually is – I'm glad you brought that up because that brings me to our True Detective official predictions. Oh. Where last week you predicted uh, that at least 
two of these main characters know each other already. And I oh. think this episode, I'm sorry, proved you wrong. Okay. I mean, obviously, I we knew about Frank and Ray, but Ray doesn't know Annie, and Annie doesn't know Paul until they all meet. I'm still, I'm still not willing to concede that. How do you, how do you think that they knew each other? That all the conversations in this episode made it seem like they didn't. Because I'm, because I'm still not willing to concede it. That's all I'm saying. Listeners, write into Baltic Effect at gmail dot com and tell us that Sadie is wrong. <laughs> yes, do that, do that, and also. And I have but, a new prediction, but we're waiting till the end of the episode for it. But no, no, let's just jump right to it right now. Okay. So, um, I've been asking all my friends who watch the show, like for the last just what day and a half, whatever. Yeah. Is 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 he? Um, is he dead or mostly dead? Okay, that's my prediction. All right, my prediction for next, my official, I've written it down already on our official prediction list, which you just have to trust is a mm-hmm. thing that I have here. But um, <laughs> I wrote down, I think he survives. Um, yeah. I, uh, I, I think well, that if this, best. well, I think that if this is the actual world that we live in, there's no way he survives two point-blank shots with a shotgun to the chest. I don't care if he's wearing a vest. There's no fucking way. But this is True Detective, and this is television, and this is episode two. I think he survives. So with a vest, you can't survive? A shotgun shotgun blast to the chest? Really? Well, I, I, don't I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know from personal experience, but from what I have gleaned online over the last 24 hours, mm-hmm. people, people seem to agree that it would be very unlikely to survive that kind of blast no matter what you were wearing. Okay. I not also not to mention, Birdmask guy is standing over him. He could shoot him in the damn head if he wanted to. True that. I also want to acknowledge that you were right about it being a mask. And what okay. it looked like to me, because I've seen Maltese so many times and I saw that, that head there, I thought that's what that was. I didn't realize it was a mask and you were absolutely correct. Oh, thank you very much. Did you notice... Well, yeah. In the final scene, when all right, when Ray walks into that apartment and he's walking around, did you notice all of the, I'm assuming, masks on the wall and then that one blank space? Oh, I didn't notice the blank space. <gasps> That's super creepy. That's got to be where the bird mask goes. And so even before, all right, as if we didn't know from the beginning, I mean, he, he pulls up there. They focus on the, the black car, so we know that guy's got to be there. But even if we didn't know from that or from the ominous music or just from the way storytelling works... <laughs> You would see that thing and think, oh, shit, something's about to go down. Indeed. Indeed. Um, I, I love the guy who plays the mayor. I just ran across him in my notes again. I, I love that guy. <laughs> yes. I, don't, I looked him up because I thought he was someone, and I wasn't, I wasn't getting to it. I couldn't find Are you saying he's not someone? I, well, I found him, <laughs> and then I found him in like little places on IMDb, but it wasn't what I was looking for. And then I found a really cool name. I knew I recognized, but it turned out to be the guy who is um, Teague, who's Belcoro's partner. Yeah. And he, he was on Deadwood. W, oh, we'll see. W, okay. Yeah, w, w. Earl Brown is his name. I'm like, oh, okay. I totally fucking recognize that name. I looked him up. I'm like, damn, not the person I was thinking of. But yeah, he's like, oh, I can't remember. He hung out with, um, you know, Swinton. Yeah. On yeah. But everyone on this show has been on HBO at some point too. Okay. It's weird. So, uh, yeah, so Paul's story, his dynamite anecdote, um, cash, cash withdrawal. Okay, I've oh. got uh, another thing, yeah. uh, since we're what jumping we back and forth. Uh, I've yeah. got, all right, when Annie is on her own, end of the night, 
she winds up looking at a site, which I wrote down. It's called Naughty Cali Angels. I haven't. <laughs> I have not tried googling that. But um, I was, was going to say you're probably now a subscriber to Naughty <laughs> Cali Angels. I would be. I prefer Naughty Bama Angels. Anyway, uh, point <laughs> point being, uh, why was she looking at that? Is that her personal thing, or was she trying to find Athena? on there or was she just like she went and found Athena last week and now she's curious about that culture I don't know I feel like it was something job related mm-hmm. and then sort of became not job related I'm not well, exactly I mean, they sure. didn't exactly show her going to town or anything so I don't know if it was a turn on for her but I know yeah she's just like sitting there staring at it because I don't think anything is a turn on for her or for Paul I think, she wants, I think she wants to be beat upside the head is what she wants, and that's why that guy last week was like, whoa, fuck, I didn't know you wanted that, you know. Yep. It's weird, but, but yeah, you brought up the thing about everyone being impotent last week. Yeah. Like, everyone is impotent, and also everyone is just, like, doesn't doesn't know what to make of sex, I think. <laughs> like, none of them, just none of them get it. You know, yeah, she uh... doesn't know whether she's a lesbian or she wants something in her ass, and he doesn't, like, <laughs> Paul doesn't know whether he, like, wants to beat on some gays or whether that guy across the street might be kind of fun and, like, <laughs> the people who want to have kids, but, oh, yeah, it's weird. It's weird. It. It's an interesting, It's an, I think it's, like, the overarching theme is, like, what the hell is sexuality? It might be the entire theme of this whole stupid it might be. It might be. All right. Nothing, one more. I mean, the dead guy, and the dead guy is obviously getting his freak on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's all, I mean, he's got gonorrhea. I mean, he's all about, but <laughs> oh, look, here's the thing. All right, he's obsessed with sex, and he has all this sex stuff in his house, and he has gonorrhea, but he's apparently just a watcher sometimes. Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah. what's up with that, as Kenan Thompson would say? <laughs> I don't know. What's up with that? Don't don't start. Don't start with that. Okay, 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 okay. Uh, Going back to Annie, uh, I noticed when they were talking to uh, Casper's therapist, she, Uh you know, he recognizes. uh, And and you know who that was? No, who was that? Rick Springfield. Really? Like Ricky Springfield. Rick Springfield. I wish Hmm. that I had Jesse's girl, Rick Springfield. Well, holy fuck. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I knew he was going to be in this season, and like when he showed up, I'm like, there he is! Okay, so I wrote his name down. The character's name is Dr. Pitler, but I'm never referring to him as Dr. Pitler now. He is Rick uh-huh. Springfield. Um, so when Dr. She, Springfield. When, uh, thank you, sorry. When she's talking to Dr. Springfield, uh, he recognizes her name and connects her with her yeah. dad and that whole situation. And she says this. I wrote this down. Uh, she says, there were five kids there growing up. Two of them are now in jail, and two committed suicide, and the fifth became a detective, which is her. All right. right. Uh, Last week, we met her sister, Athena. Athena did not get arrested because they didn't have anything on her. They didn't have anything on the operation. It was all operating legally. So when she says two are in jail and two committed suicide, is Athena in jail? Um, uh, Or was Athena not one of those five? Yeah. Shane. Yeah. She said five kids were living there. She said five kids were with her growing up, yeah. She didn't say, I had five siblings. No, but you have so to that's think what I wrote that if down, she grew up there, I, did Athena not grow up there? Well, th- maybe not. And she, it, this thing, the the good people, that was pre mm-hmm. the the pineapple thing. Yeah, good people with pineapple. Good people. Yeah, so, but no, specifically what she said, and other people brought this up, and that's why I wrote it down this way. She said specifically five kids were living there. 
She yeah. didn't say I had five siblings. No, and I didn't assume so, that they yeah. were her siblings, but I did yeah, assume so. that one of them was Athena. Um, yep. But, but I don't know. Maybe do you think that Athena's older or younger than Antigone? I think she's younger. I think they specified that earlier. Okay, so younger. maybe all right. Maybe the family got out of the whole good people thing, and then Athena came along. Yeah, and it okay. could be that just there were that there were five like like people who lived there who had children who lived at that place you know, before Athena was born. And okay, at so that you're, point, you're helping me out here. This is good. Okay. Yeah. So all I'm saying is, yeah, she did not say I had five brothers and sisters. She said, yeah, five kids were living there. So, also, yeah. I mentioned I mentioned it earlier, but. I didn't actually realize the connection until you said that. Uh, that group was the Good People Commune or whatever. Mm-hmm. I mentioned earlier the beer I'm drinking tonight is Good People beer, so that's weird. Is what? Sorry. The brewery that I'm drinking tonight is Good People. Oh, <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> wow, creepy. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> um, I wrote down about the uh, the Frank um, when he was – when that, that guy got maced and he mm-hmm. went up to him. I wrote down – Tough guy, but subtle, not subtle. Like, that was very like. Yeah, well, like, he was so, so he was not trying to be subtle. Yeah, but at the same time, like you know, if that guy were to tell the story to the police later on, mm-hmm. he could be like, and this guy came up to me and he was like, "Whoa, like what happened? Like why do you think these guys? Like nothing that he said could be literally taken as threatening." No. You know what he said. No, no. Was, what, wow. he said what, what he said could what not be taken away. But it's not like that guy was recording him anyway. He was saying it that way for his own amusement. He was trying to get that guy comfortable for a second, and then get yeah. him to realize, "Hey, I'm the one that hooked, that sent these guys after you." Totally. Um, Which is awesome. This is awesome. I love yeah. that shit. <laughs> I have another. Uh, I have another note about. Okay, uh, when Ray goes to talk to his ex. Well, he he goes to meet Chad, but he he oh. runs into his ex. Yeah. Uh, one thing that she says to him, she says, don't say that you did that for me. So does yeah. she does she know that he murdered the rapist? Yes. You mean the therapist? Uh, No. Does the wife know that Ray murdered the rapist? I'm sorry. I'm saying that the rapist is a uh, therapist. Oh, like a now rapist. Yeah, I got it. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Um, <laughs> no, she knows. She knows for okay. sure. I and is that, is that why they split up? I probably like. Isn't there some other show we watch where someone got very violent and it frightened the other person into not being in a relationship with them, even though what they'd done was for them? Well, oh, it shit. sounds a little Breaking Badish to me. It does, and also maybe Walking Deadish. Shit, I can't remember what it is that I'm actually thinking of, but there's something and something that we watch. Well, Rick killed Shane in Walking Dead, and in, yeah. in in Breaking Bad, Walt did a lot of stuff that he thought was protecting his family, and Skyler did not appreciate it all. <laughs> um, I like the way you put that, did not appreciate <laughs> it all. So, yeah. well, she says to Ray in this scene, she talks to him, she says, you used to be a decent man, and then you weren't able to be decent anymore. Mm-hmm. So I think yeah. she knows that he killed the, the an alropist, <laughs> and... <laughs> And that is absolutely what led to their breakup because it changed the way he acted around her. Yeah, exactly. Because, I mean, you can't – it's hard to look at someone the same way again. And the other thing that I only noticed the second time through was that she threatens him basically with, I'm going to get a paternity test. I know. And she knows that that's going to hit him, and she knows that that's going to hit him hard and be devastating to him. 
because that's, and that is just like the most fucked up thing too. It's like you raised my rapist child, <laughs> but I'm going to now turn that against you well, and make it so that you are not his, his dad. And I can get full custody because you're not his dad. So what are you going to like, maybe do like joint custody with your rapist? Well, in her defense, she looks at him and see, he all right, he went the other day and beat up a guy because the guy's son is a bully. You know, she has a good reason not to want him around Chad. And she says Chad gets nervous and anxious when he knows he's got to be around his dad. So, I mean, I think that besides the fact that they both fucked up the kid's life by naming him Chad, she's trying to mitigate that. <laughs> And say, you can't see him because when you see him, he gets anxious and you hurt people. And that's yeah. a valid argument. I don't want to, I don't want to, all right, you know how a lot of the shows, like a lot of AMC shows, people would say, oh, uh, uh, what's the wife on Breaking Bad? I just said her name and I forgot. Uh, uh, fuck, what's her name? Uh, Walt's oh. wife. Huh? Oh, uh, um, Skyler. Skyler. Okay, Skyler on Breaking Bad or Betty on Mad Men. People look at them and say, oh, these are just shrews. They don't understand what their husband is. Just, I don't want to be that guy. She yeah. has a point. She absolutely has a point that he treats his son badly, even if he doesn't mean to. And mm. he is in no position to have a good relationship with his kid. So I'm not trying to stick up for Ray. Yes. And, and I realized what it was I was going to say earlier. <clears throat> um, it is that um, in Walking Dead, you watch Walking Dead, right? No, I only write into y'all. Oh, okay. Yes, I watch uh, Walking Dead. Why would I write into a podcast that I don't watch? Well, I was, I was just, I was going with you. I was yes anding. <laughs> okay, sorry, I, so, I, I forgot we were in Providence. <laughs> yes, and um, so that um, Abraham, remember Abraham? This whole thing's going to turn into an Arrested Development podcast. Anyway, yes, I remember Abraham. <laughs> that Abraham kicked the shit out of um, the the people who came after his family. And, and scared, scared his family his, off, yeah. And scared his family so bad that they had to leave because they were terrified of his anger. And exactly. There we yeah. go. That's you see where that? going. You see that, Ray? Yeah. You see what happened? See that? Ray should watch and more also, cable TV. I also want to say that that was my favorite scene. His mm -hmm. face, fucking Colin Farrell rocked that scene where he was oh, yeah. like, no, please, 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 please. And then in seconds later, I will burn this city to the ground. No, please, 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 please. He's the only thing in my shitty life. And, he's got, and then she says, well, that's not fair to him. He's got two he said, gears. He's got two gears. One of I'm apologizing and another of I'm going to kill everyone you care about and rape them with a headless corpse. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. And then I know you have not seen Hannah and her sisters because you've seen one Woody Allen movie, but there's a scene <laughs> in there where Max von Sydow tells Barbara Hershey that you're all I have. You're my only connection to the world. And she says, well, God damn it. That's too much responsibility for me. Yeah. And that's what I thought of today. It's like, Ray, you cannot place on your child being the only connection to sanity. Yeah. It's not being the only connection to being a human. Yeah. Like you can't do that to a fucking ten year old. You can't. You can't Chad. place in a ten year old the old Chad. I don't. Okay. <laughs> Should we just start calling him something really nicer? No, he doesn't deserve it. His name's Chad. <laughs> no, I'm he's sorry. I feel for the kid. He's I, a hanging Chad. I was bullied when I was in school. I feel for the kid. I really do. He's got shit are going you, on. Are you ginger also? No. You you no, okay. me, Sadie. I know, but I've also seen Bill, and he didn't look like a ginger in his pictures. Okay, so, anyway, no, I'm not, you're, I'm you're not ginger. I got, I, got, I got bullied for many, many, many other reasons. But 
<laughs> I understand, Chad, that it's a hard life. But uh, I also understand that your parents named you Chad. And that's just yeah. not oh, that's just never good. Name me <laughs> name me one name me one Chad that you've ever felt sympathy for, ever. Oh, Chad Lowe? When um when what the fuck uh, is Chad what, Lowe? Uh Rob Lowe's brother when um when what's her name? Hillary Swank didn't thank him and she was married to him when she didn't thank him for winning her Oscar, Chad Lowe. She's married to a guy named Chad. That's her fault. <laughs> this is not I'm Chad's sorry. fault, and he deserves no sympathy for this. This, is, this has been the Chad bashing podcast brought to you by the Baltic <laughs> Effect. Let's see, Chad, 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 Ugh, Chad, Chad. I can't Chad. think of a no. I can't think of a name that makes me cringe more. Were you bullied by a Chad, Jane? No, no. I don't think I even knew a Chad growing up. It's just okay. Ugh. You've you've never known a Tiggy either, so a what? Antigone, Antigone. No, I've never known an Antigone either, an Antigone. <laughs> or a pen- Penelope. <laughs> <laughs> I can trace Penelope back to a very specific DOS-based game on my computer when I was a child. Anyway. And do you remember the story where um, Nate said that his uh, his brother uh, um, Levi said Minutia as Minute? Oh. To this to this day, Nate makes fun of of him for saying. Minute, like ever. <laughs> if it if it helps any, I also read a series of books when I was a, a kid that one of the main characters was named Tobias, and I thought his name was Tobias because I didn't oh. know anybody named Tobias. I am terrible about oh, that. Yeah. The, well, uh, in go. my defense, the English language is fucked up. Um, yeah, I, I also so many speak, words fast. I also speak like seventy-five to eighty percent Spanish. And Spanish is so much better. Man, you can pronounce everything. It's just one syllable at a time. You just sound it out the way it's written, and it's good. Donde estas casa de Pepe? I don't know where Pepe's house is. Yeah, see, that's that's what I learned from Steve Martin when I was a kid. Donde estas casa de Pepe? And then he's like, but then you speak French, and it's like, Jean to sweet and to le soir. And you go, yes. You didn't learn un cerveza, por favor? Oh, I, I I can say, or I can say mas cerveza por favor. Oh, so, nice, nice. And and la cuenta por favor. That's the most important things you can say. Mas cerveza y, y uh, la cuenta por favor. Because yeah. they will not bring your check unless you ask for it yeah. in Mexico. I've yes. got uh, right. I've got another thing written down. Okay, you smoke. <laughs> do I smoke? You smoke. I do. Yes. Okay, you smoke actual cigarettes. I do, and I also have an e-cig. So you smoke robot dick. I do. I, I, well, I suck. I, I suck robot dick, yeah. yeah. I thought that was – first off, the the beginning of that scene is pretty cool where he's actually telling her, hey, you can rock that. Hardly anybody can, you know. And I, I don't know whether to take him seriously in that moment or not, but then when he talks about the e-cig is like sucking on a robot's dick, I thought that was the funniest line of the episode. Well, yeah, and then it, it, it was like it was smoking me. Like, oh yeah, hmm. yeah. Well, but I like it for, for for airports and airplanes. When you're doing <laughs> a 13-hour trip to Mexico and you can sneak off in a restroom and mm-hmm. smoke, it's awesome. Well, after <laughs> the after the end of the episode, I have to think. I wonder whether they were just giving Ray all the best lines because of what happens at the end of the episode, where where he gets Jon Snowed. Shut up. Actually, no. Uh, my notes on that. Uh, my notes on that include a joke that I found online. I have to credit this to not being my joke, but okay. somebody online posted said, 
I was so glad at the end of the episode that Melisandre pulled up in the driveway at the end, so we know everything's going to be okay. <laughs> like, seriously, everything I read, too, said something <laughs> to that effect. It was like, is he dead or mostly dead? Because that's what I've been asking everyone about, about Game of Thrones. Dead well, or mostly dead? There's a, difference, and, there's a difference between mostly dead and all dead. Mostly yeah. dead is okay. All dead, there's only one thing you can do. You're supposed oh, to say, shit. what's that? You're supposed to say, what's that? What's that? Go through his pockets for loose change. Thank you, God. I'm so glad you didn't make me remember the line. <laughs> <laughs> I love the Princess Bride. Um, well, yeah. But if he's, if he's all dead, all dead, then yeah, mostly yeah. dead, then, you know, we have things we can do. And we could, among them, have a nice mutton sandwich with a little bit of nice uh, MLT, mutton, lettuce, and tomato, when the uh, tomatoes are nice and burky. Mm. He clearly said to blaze, and as we all know, <laughs> to blaze means to bluff. This man was a liar. He owed money in poker. Yeah. He said, true love, true love, true love. <laughs> yes. Sorry. Okay. That's okay. Yeah, if you guys haven't seen The Princess Bride, there's something wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with us. Okay, can you explain so. to me a couple of things about the final scene? Uh, maybe. Okay. First off. Ray enters the place, he enters the house, and the, I noticed this tonight, I didn't notice this the first time I watched this, but he walks in, and the first thing you see is there is a sink that is full, and it's dripping into the full sink. Uh-huh. Does that mean anything? It's dripping into the what sink? The full sink. Like, the, the sink is full of water, and it's dripping. Uh-huh. So, has that been going for several days since the guy died? And if... Birdman is in there. Why has Birdman not stopped the sink from dripping? I don't know what's going on with that. Well, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. I don't think Birdman has been there the whole time because Birdman was in the car with him until okay. yesterday. Okay, so Birdman just got there. Okay, here's the other well, thing that I don't I mean, understand. Birdman, Birdman got him from there, and Birdman might have, kidnapped, might have kidnapped him from there, from that place, the first time. And then he went back to the main house and made it look like a kidnapping there? No, he might have gone to the first house, ransacked the first house, not found mm-hmm. who he was looking for. Okay. Gone gone to the second house, because this is the house where there's blood. Okay. Another thing. And, uh, you okay. mentioned blood. Good point. Um, Ray walks in. Large blood stain on the floor. And then in that scene, Ray looks at that blood stain, and then he puts his gun in the damn holster. What do you think? And then he what? Sorry, I'm, you're, I'm kind of glitching you out. I, I can hear I'm, you I'm sorry. My point is that Ray looks at the giant blood stain on the floor and then puts his gun away. <laughs> I don't know. Well, it's like, well, this guy is dead. I'm sure there's no threat here. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. And then the other thing. Uh, that... Especially with the music on. Yeah. yeah you yeah. can assume someone's there and maybe you might want to stay on your guard. Good point. And then the Good other point. thing that I want you to explain to me is, all right. When he opens that door and he looks in that room, all right, I think that's the bathroom, but he looks in there. What does he see? What is that thing? Is that a recorder? Is that an audio recorder? What is that thing? Uh, yes. I, I, yeah, there's a, there's a recording going on. Yes. Hmm. Okay. There's some kind of recording going on. So I, mean, I can only assume that the recording of what's been going on will lead us to some clues next time. Okay. So yes. that, that was a recorder. The other thing I yes. noticed is that that room where he's in, the main room, uh, has – uh, soundproofing stuff up on all the walls. Ooh, that's creepy. So somebody was doing Wait. something in there that they don't want heard. Yeah, so it's like it's like he had his other like weird sex dungeon house 
Mm-hmm. But the other sex dungeon house was just for show, for like fun sex dungeon stuff. Well, and this house is for the actual sex dungeon shit. Like well, the actual the... like low down and dirty videotaping, recording, terrible yeah. sex dungeon yeah. shit. This is the house where the recordings are happening, where there is uh, uh, soundproofing shit on the walls, where there's a giant blood stain, where there's a mask missing off the wall. So something weirdly weird was going on in this house. This is where the season one true detective shit is going on. Exactly, which is what I like. <laughs> yeah. I'm all about this house now. Sorry. It's okay. I just um, I'm all about this so house then, now. So then Paul and his girlfriend break up. Yeah, um, well, I don't know. I, I feel like she wants to break up, and he's not... He's not accepting it. He's saying, okay, you can break up. I'm not breaking up. I'm going to call you tomorrow. No. I think what he was saying was, like, I am, like, don't you say anything about this breakup had anything to do with me. Oh, I get that. You're breaking up with me. But I still think he's going to try to call her tomorrow. Really? I don't think so. I think he's done. Because he's totally gay, yo. (laughs) But he is so deep in the closet, he's going to, I don't know. Yeah, that's true. But, yeah, I feel like... You know, like when when a breakup happens, you can be like, you know, this is your fault or it's mutual or whatever. He's like, you are doing this. Like, I I could be doing this, but this is you. We could talk about this, but you are saying, done. Also, I think it's just. If you're gonna be like, it might be a way for him to like, to not be like, so I'm gay and totally don't want to fuck you and Mm -hmm. I need to kill the fuck you. You're dumping me. Because you don't like me anymore. Oh, not me. yeah. It's I, not my gay. <laughs> I get that. I, I just was going to say, if you're going to have a beard, that is a damn good beard to, ha- beard to have. <laughs> it's true. Mm-hmm. <sighs> well, okay. We have reached this point in our podcast where we have like 10 minutes left, but I have to pee. And if I'm going to pee, I may as well smoke. So okay. can we take a break? All right. You want to call me back? Uh, Yes, I will. Okay. Bye. All right, bye. <laughs> and we're back. All right. So, um, let's see. I got uh, Paul um, looking at the street and prostitutes mm-hmm. and think he's gay and a little bit closeted. Yeah. And or and or just really weird and angry about something. And or really messed up from his mom who probably fucked him when he was a kid. Yes. All uh, American Horror Story season three. Yep, yep. Could be like yeah. something like that going on. Oh. Um, um, and... But then we we got to see Frank and Ray again together, yeah. which yeah. I like, like at the end, and that chick singing again, which I'm not sure whether I need that every every episode. Uh, it's well, okay. Yeah, that yeah. singer that singer kind of gets on my nerves. She's again, she's okay, but somebody online said it's like she's singing at a at a VFW lodge when she should be singing at a Starbucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, something along those lines. But so the last scene between Frank and Ray, I think, was very telling. Also, okay. that, that Ray said something about like he could like work for Frank, or there's like another option. And Frank said, "Don't ever let me hear you talking like that again." So I Ray think... is like, "I could kill myself." And he's like, "Yeah, but no." Frank has and owned I'm... Ray ever since Frank told Ray about the rapist. I mean, excuse me, and... the anarchist. But I have a question. <laughs> Quick question. The, ther- the, the therapist. No, just. Just therapist. Okay, sure. Don't get the yeah. bias funke in there. Um, <laughs> but my 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 other question is: Okay, last week I brought up the idea that Frank 
might have uh, just sicked Ray on somebody that he wanted eliminated instead of actually giving him the real therapist. So one theory that people have had online is that Frank has this one guy that's with him. He was with him in the past. He's with him in the present, the redheaded guy. And so they're thinking maybe Frank's actual associate is the the uh, oh. therapist. Oh, oh, that would be interesting. Could be, could be interesting. Could just be nothing, but just throwing that out there. But, yeah, yeah, that could be interesting. But yeah. So, there's the, there's the, but then the one other option, and then um, and then the scar girl comes up, which is interesting yeah. that there's lots of scars in this season, as there were in last season. Okay, I I know the the waitress you're talking about. What other scars are we talking about? Uh, Paul. Paul's covered in scars. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. And then she's like, you could take a vacation. And he was like, well, the only time I could take a vacation is if I were to die. And hmm. then, and then boom. And then what happens and, happens. So and then he gets John Snowed. Yep. I, I recorded as our official, official prediction thing that I think he's going to live. Did you say one way or the other? I forgot. I also think he's going to live. At Do you first, want me I was to record like, oh, that yay. in here? Yes, uh, okay. according to official predictions. Yeah, at first I was like, oh, yay, I'm already like one up on my two, but no. <laughs> but, oh, but no, wait, I, I don't think too. I mentioned this. I thought, oh, I that's one down, let's keep it that way. I didn't mention this, though. Okay. So, so, oh, my God, I can't believe I didn't mention this before. Mention that it. Um, the fact that it takes place in 2015, mm-hmm. but... Outside of um, Casey's house, when uh, uh, Vel- when Velcro beat up that guy, they had Halloween decorations out. It's, no, yeah, it's, it's set in October. It's October 2015. Yeah, there's a uh, first off, so, yeah, outside of the bully's house is decorations, and secondly, in this episode, the mayor says it was September, about a month ago, when I saw him. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I think the next episode. Here's my here's an official prediction. Oh wait, hold down. on. I'm finding a damn ink pen. Okay. <laughs> official, official prediction. prediction. Mm-hmm. Next next week or the next or the week after, it will say approximately six months ago and go and go back. Okay, so, so we're saying as well, of next week. Or the or the week after. Or the week after. We're saying, you're saying uh, we will get a six months ago? Yes. That what just happened in October yeah. is, is, is the future, and then we're going to bump back and see the story from before and get to there. Okay. I wrote down uh, next week or the week after we'll see six months ago or something similar. Um, yeah. Now, this is episode two that we just watched, mm-hmm. uh, and this is, we're just about into July now. There's eight episodes total, so six more. So we say all of July, half of August. So this is going to end yep. around the middle of August. Yep. So if this ends in the middle of August, this whole season, assuming we don't get your six months ago thing, if this whole thing takes place in the present day, this whole thing is going to be in the future to the viewers. Yeah. Yes. And and then I guess he's dead. If they don't go back, then I guess he's dead. But No, he, yeah. he might not be dead anyway. He might be alive in the future. He might be. He might be. That's yep. But we all both have that as a prediction is that he survives to the next episode. Yep. I think yeah. he survives for now. Yeah. I don't know how though, because what you said, like, the, yeah, a shotgun blast to the chest, even with, with uh, Velcro. Oh, with Velcro. Well, not Velcro. <laughs> not Velcro. 
Wait, I What's have a it? way to protect myself from bullets that's just Velcro? I can do that. I can buy that at, I can buy that at Walmart. What is it called, though? Kevlar. Kevlar, sorry. God. Kevlar, Kevlar Velcro, whatever. Probably invented by the same guy. Yeah. Someone, someone who's like, it needs six letters. Oh, yeah, so, yeah. I see where you're going with that. Yeah, um, yeah. My, my, point, but, um, my point being... I still feel it. All right. On the one hand, I'm torn because my official prediction is that he survives. But yep. I cannot imagine Birdman standing over him and not finishing him off. Mm-hmm. How do you not just shoot him in the damn head? Unless there's some I sort of ritual reason why you don't do that. I don't know. Because, because maybe you're going to like stage him somewhere. You want to keep him alive for a while. You want to interrogate him for a while. And then stage him somewhere a la Weekend Bernie's. Also... Uh, have I, I love the fact, by the way, that we are referring to the bad guy this season as Birdman. I, I want to keep that up. <laughs> let's let's do that. Okay. No, I just uh, <laughs> that's all I really had to say. Hello, Birdman. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah. So, um, yeah, I think that's all I have to say too. You have anything yeah. else before I wrap it up? No, I think we're good. Okay. Well, if people want to write into us, Shane, where would they write to us? They would write to us at BalticEffect at Gmail dot com. Yes, and you can do that, and you can write in what, whatever you want. We're doing a couple of shows under the dome starting this week too. Just yes, kind of put in your reline, put in your reline of what what show you're writing to us about. Um, and all you guys who are maybe you're listening to us and are also listening to the American Horror Story podcast right now, thanks guys because you guys rock because I'm getting a lot of downloads on AHS still. Really? Cool. Okay, cool. Well, Love you guys. Everybody and, that is um, listening to this, please, 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 please listen to the Under the Dome podcast. You don't have to watch Under the Dome. It sucks. No. One of the – it is – wait, the worst show in the world, and it yep. is terrible, but the podcast is amazing, and you get a free yeah. new song every week. Yep, and we really do We – it's a hate-watching thing. And, yeah. you know, normally I'm, I'm not into the hate-watching, but I'm like, oh, I got to do it. I got to do it. I really do hate – I love hate-watching. I grew, up, I grew up on Mystery Science Theater, and I blame that. I love yep. making fun of something while I'm watching it. Right. It's true. It's true. So um, until next week, um, let's see. You can um, also – you can like us on Facebook. You can friend all of us on Facebook, mm-hmm. me, Shane, Nate, and, and Trent, and, and Nick CR. I you promise can, to friend you um, back if you friend me. Yeah, and you can uh, rate and review us on iTunes, which is really cool because this is a new one, and it would be nice mm-hmm. to have some ratings and or reviews <laughs> on this one. If you are only listening to the True Detective podcast, you can also just subscribe to Baltic Effect, where we do all of our other shows. It also mm-hmm. just helps us so you just hit subscribe and download stuff. Even if you don't listen to them, it's cool. Just download it and then or delete it. That's mm-hmm. fine. Um, or listen, because it's cool, too. Um, so until next week, I'm Sadie, and that is Shane. Yes, it is. And we welcome judgment. <laughs> Jesse is a friend. Yeah, I know he's been a good friend of mine. Lately something's changed, it ain't hard to define Jesse's got himself a girl and I want to make her mine And she's watching him with those eyes And she's loving with that body, I just know it And he's holding her in his arms late, late at night The charade 
there doesn't seem to be a reason to change You know I feel so dirty when they start talking cute I wanna tell her that I love her but the point is probably moot Cause she's watching him with those eyes And she's loving him with that body, I just know it And he's holding her in his arms late, late at night Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Jumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Jumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.